Okay, so we are here. This is the end. This is the last one. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yay, happy Halloween. So this is the final uh, episode of our Halloween series. Starting Monday of next week, we'll be back to our our, our regular releases. Today, we are uh, not going to talk about one cryptid but about several, and they're not cryptids anymore. That's right. Today, we're talking about cryptids that uh, turned out to be real. So... Well, we just figured out what they were. Right. And... Documented by science and everything. Heckin' science. So, the... uh, And and this is is an episode I was really excited about because, as I said, I am the uh, opposite of a skeptic uh have that deep-seated need for it all to be real so it's it's neat to uh to break down some some of the quote-unquote successes Mm -hmm. so the uh first one that that we're going to talk about so was originally i believe described by um amerigo vespucci he described it as having the head of a fox the hands of a man and the tail of a monkey. And I'm also pretty sure that at some point I read a description of the same creature that uh, indicated that it had two heads. Sometimes had two heads. Sometimes had two heads, yes. Just real quick, what do you guys think uh, this creature turned out to be? Because it turned out to be something. I'm going to give you a second. All right, well, if you haven't guessed it yet, you're not going to. Uh, Or just pause the episode. It's kind of hard to guess what Uh, that could be. Yes. So, turned out to be a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. Kangaroos at one point in time were not a documented species in the early days of exploration um, and were considered to be a mythical uh, critter until such a time as a specimen was brought back uh, to quote-unquote civilization. Um, the natives were like, look, it's real. And they were like, nah, it couldn't be. Can't. And it uh, turns out, yeah, it was. Can't can't be a thing. So, yeah, you, you know, which and everything in Australia wants to kill you. And so, you know, if there was going to be a place that, you know, hid uh, an actual cryptid, I could, you know, sure, Australia. Uh, who's well, gonna, there's multiple. Who's going to go to confirm? Used to be cryptids. Absolutely. in Australia. Yep. I think, uh, which I'm not sure where the okapi uh, is native to. Um, that looks kind of, it's like a zebra deer thing. Mm-hmm. I um, think that's Africa, but I yeah, could I be believe wrong. so. I no, think I, I think you're right. African animal, but yeah, um, yeah. they're they're strange looking. And honestly, like if 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 science like like if we didn't hadn't documented that they were real, and somebody was describing that to me, I'd be like, nah. You ha- well, platypus used to be a cryptid, yeah. which if you look at a platypus, it is literally a mashed up version of a bunch of different animals. And we're really not sure how they came about. Duck build, but, a duck build uh, beaver that lays eggs. And it's poisonous. And it's poisonous. Yay. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. You look at any animal and you could describe it with other animals attributes. And yep. It's just kind of and so and that's and that's one of the really cool things about cryptozoology is trying to you know once once you start to cut through the 
the um dramatizations and and everything and start to get to the actual creature things start to make a lot more sense mm-hmm. unless you're a platypus unless you're a platypus those don't make we're sense just still. confused anyway look perry's special <laughs> um i forget about perry oh man can't forget about perry no, he's so good Recently, uh, I read a very interesting, um, and this isn't confirmed, not quite, but a very interesting pitch as to the identity of uh, the Jersey Devil. Oh. What was this pitch? Well, it was... Do uh, I know this pitch? You do. We we talked about this. Remind Um, me of this pitch. Was a bat. Was a type of bat. Oh, yes. Okay. What kind of... I don't remember the name of the bat. I think it was like a hammerhead bat. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. I think think so. Because it sounded like it was some other type of... Like it was crossed with something else. Uh, I I think I remember thinking hammerhead shark. Yes. Hammerheaded bat. So if you... Oh my gosh. Look up images of this, y'all. If you have not seen a picture of the hammerheaded bat, it looks exact... Like just the head part. Looks exactly like pictures that have been like illustrated pictures of the Jersey Devil. Yeah, like it's like it's a crazy looking creature. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a very large species of bat, and it like the head honestly looks kind of like a horse's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you look it up, you're going to realize that it's not native to the same area that the Jersey Devil is native to. However, they were known for sneaking on board along with that, ships along with exports. Uh, from their native land and those ex- and, and many of those exports did come here so it is possible that a uh, which i'm not saying they ever established established a breeding population i think they hopped off the boat because they were these ships were around during the time that the story of the jersey devil began right right so i'm thinking that them being temporarily in this environment they were seen. Somebody mm-hmm. didn't know what the heck that was. It was a lot larger than bats that are native to this area. So they were making up stories to explain mm-hmm. why this creature existed. And those stories stuck. The, yep. The actual animal may not have. Right. It's not made to live here in that cold of an environment. They're native to Africa. Mm-hmm. So they're used to a lot warmer climate, but, you know, they just. Stuck around for a little while, probably died off, unfortunately, because they're really cool. Yeah. (laughs) They're terrifying if one flies over you because they're so huge. But, I mean, once they died off, the story stuck. And now anything you see that you may not know what it is. It's suddenly the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil, yep. And that's that's the big thing with cryptids is that you, it starts off, like, they can start off with, like, a legitimate case of misidentification. And then, you know is suddenly all the everything that goes bump in the night is mm-hmm. x Starts thing as a story then a rumor then gossip and then it turns into this huge thing and mm-hmm. and, and i legend right and i'd like to say the farther back you go the more prone people were people were to hysteria and you know uh, blowing things wildly out of proportion uh, but i've been on the internet uh that's not true <laughs> People are still, oh, people are still like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just really cool to, to start putting faces with the legends. Another famous cryptid that turned out to at least sort of be true, uh, was the Kraken. It's not sort of true. It's definitely true. The so, Kraken's out there. 
so they uh, they we ha- science has confirmed the um, existence of the colossal squid, mm-hmm. um, giant and colossal. Colossal is the biggest. Well, it depends how you're looking at it. I think both of them are just very large, but one of them, the arms are longer. Mm. But the one of them has longer arms, so technically lengthwise it's bigger. Right. But the other one has a larger body. So I think, I don't remember the specs on the giant. I believe the colossal measures up over 40 feet. Um, yeah, and, and it's hard for us to tell because we have so few specimens. Right. And once we do get a specimen, they show up on shore or, you know, get caught in fishing nets. We have to preserve that immediately. Right. Because of the weight of their bodies and the way that their bodies decompose. Mm-hmm. They turn into jelly. Yeah. <laughs> like just the jelly substance. And you can't really examine that very well. No. They have a limited time frame to be able to measure them, to weigh them, mm-hmm. whether or not they're accurately weighing them because they have to weigh them in water. Right. Because if they take them out of water, they just collapse on in themselves. Yep. And like, best best they've been able to measure, they weigh in around 600 and something pounds, 600 pounds, over 600. And we don't even know if that's the biggest one out right. there. Absolutely. And uh, there's also a species of giant octopus um, that from, so if you spread its tentacles out from tentacle to tentacle at at the widest point, uh, the largest specimen measured uh, 36-ish, I think it was, feet. So big. um, And also weighed in over 600 pounds. So big. Uh, Yeah, it's absolutely massive. And now we do know, um, well, we don't know the, what the largest specimen of the that, that that creature is. We can't know. I mean, squid, the way that they live, <clears throat> they live deep down in the ocean and they stay there during the day. And the smaller squid mm-hmm. will come up to eat smaller fish at the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. But the bigger they get, the deeper they go. And yep. they don't have to come up as much. Right. And I think sometimes they eat each other. Yeah. So you'll have the squid eating another squid. Mm-hmm. So they don't, I mean, why go up further when you can just have a little snack here? Right. And so a lot of creatures, and this feels like it's especially true of marine life, they don't have a theoretical maximum to their size uh, for the most part. Um, As long as they have, Mm -hmm. as long as, as long as their circulatory system can support their size and they can find enough food to -hmm. support their size, they can keep growing. Now, the, now octopi, have a theoretical I say theoretical they they have they have sort of this built-in thing where once they mate they just stop eating mm-hmm. so they really only live to be three to five years uh in the wild and but the the you know 30 30 36 feet 600 pounds has still been recorded and I mean who's to say that that there's not a squid who's just really confused about how life works and uh just just kept on eating <laughs> yeah, well, and I don't know if squid and octopi, octopi, octopuses, octa. I don't know if they have that Octo same friends. trigger. I, I, I don't know. I've not read that it is they present could. in squids, but I don't know that for for yeah. a certainty. They're definitely very similar. <laughs> yes, but so the history of the kraken actually is a little bit muddy. So. There's there's a bit of debate as to who first described the kraken. Mm-hmm. So um, the earliest the the what's typically regarded as the first description describes it as a fish with um, uh, either multiple arms or multiple claws. Mm-hmm. 
and that sounds very and that's 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 that's, like that's that's classic Kraken, yeah. right there. The other uh, earliest potential earliest description described it as essential as a colossal creature that could be mistaken for an island and the individual who recorded the account said that they sailed their ships their ship through its mouth and its teeth were like rocks and this one sounds much more like a whale uh, or like like an exaggerated whale mm. and is how did that they get out how did that end i, I don't That's know terrifying i want to read that it it's actually a lot closer to the description of and i I can't pronounce it, but it's um like half half. Uh, I can't. I, I can't. I can't pronounce it. It's it's an old like Icelandic uh mythical creature mm-hmm. um that was supposedly you know the size of an island or right. something like that. Um, but the th- that kraken I- description is not what we normally think of as uh, the kraken, and so that could be could be there are there are some very large species of whales the um blue whale being being the largest it's 400 for being big yeah four hundred (laughs) thousand pounds and 90 something feet long which by the way 90 most sailing ships of the day were um the large cargo ships were around 96 98 feet so literally whales could be as big as the ships the very ships they sailed on mm-hmm. um you add in and sailors sailors like to exaggerate so you know get drunk and tell a story right get drunk tell a story get drunk and pretend you're a captain <laughs> and, and then you get drunk and tell a story shouldn't do that no you shouldn't but so you know i could very easily see them having experienced a very large species of whale and been like Guys, it was so big. Its teeth were like rocks. Like those fishing tails. Yeah. I swear it was this big. It wasn't. The it picture really itself wasn't. weighed 12 pounds. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so... So, some of these stories do need to be taken with a grain of salt. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Or a and grains of salt. Yeah. And, and there's not just one cracking. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing. Like, we found what we're pretty sure are what these descriptions were based off mm-hmm. of. But that one creature ended up being multiple different creatures. Yep. And I mean, obviously a squid's a squid, but like the colossal squid and the giant squid, those are two different species. Mm-hmm. As far as we can tell right now, there have been instances where we thought two different creatures were a different species and it turns out one was the male and one was the female and they just look different. Yeah. Um, I mean, with birds all the time, look at a robin. Mm-hmm. Males have that red tummy and females don't. Yep. So it could be something similar. We might find that out later when we start yeah. being able to research that more. Right. As we get more exploratory into the deep sea, which I really want us to explore more. I know you don't, but I do. <sighs> but if we find that out. Yeah. But even then with the giant octopus that we found, it's probably either an octopus or a squid. We have so many different accounts that are slightly different, but very similar. Right. Now, and I will say that despite the fact that they are of in, in, incredible size, it does, the, the accounts of them pulling boats under does still feel a little far-fetched. 600 pounds might be enough if they tried really hard to tip a smaller uh, mm-hmm. sailboat. 
but as far as reaching up and pulling down a a full you know ninety six foot caravel or something like that, so nothing like Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Nothing like Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean, like you know for like like there are people who are six hundred pounds, yeah, um, and certainly you know you have six hundred pounds worth of cargo shift, like 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 we can easily see demonstrations of that kind of weight shifting around in everyday life right. uh, or reasonably everyday life. And while it's not insignificant, it's not it's 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 hardly the cataclysmic accounts of right. the sea monsters pulling ships beneath. Well, and so like when you think of an apex predator, which I'm sure sure a lot of these giant squids in their environment are apex predators, you don't usually see like nowadays accounts of oh a kraken ate my ship. Right. And brought it down. I don't know. I'm convinced that sea life has a long memory. Mm. A really long memory. Any other apex predator is, and like sharks, for example, tigers, lions, bears, they are exploratory eaters. Mm -hmm. They are experimental. They will nom on you just to see if you taste good. And if you don't, they'll walk away. Right. That's just how they are. So if they see something, which is a lot of times actually how shark attacks happen. Mm hmm. They see you and they either think you're something else, like a seal, or they'll see you and think, oh, that looks like it could be yummy. I'm going to try it. Right. If something <clears throat> big enough saw the ship and mm -hmm. squid are used to attacking whales, mm -hmm. um, if they yeah. thought maybe it was something they could nom on, yeah. or even if they were just curious about what it is, octopuses, they are so curious and smart. Yeah. They will go up to something and play with it just to see what it does. Yeah. I believe a giant octopus could run up there and like just play with a ship and like probably accidentally break it. <laughs> but like wander around on it, crawl on it, try to figure out what the heck this is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could have been a coincidental thing. Like, mm -hmm. like they could like, like they could have encountered a giant squid or a giant octopus, maybe even tried to catch it. Mm -hmm. And, then they hit and they, you know, their ship sank for another reason. And they were just like, oh, man, that thing pulled us under. Like, right. you know, like, eh, could happen. Um, one thing, though, um, ships predominantly are, are not made of the same materials they were made of back then. That's true. Um, you know, we're talking wooden, wooden sail ships. Um, most ships now have uh, hulls of either metal or uh, carbon fiber or something like that. It's part of the reason why, so during the 1800s when whaling was still a big thing, uh, 1700s and 1800s, there were several accounts of whales actually sinking ships. Right. Which, even though whales aren't prone to, you know, aggressive reaction to people, you shoot a sh sharp pointy thing into them and, you know. And I mean, we're not talking like 50, 60 ships that have sunk. We're, it's more like a dozen. But, you know, it still happened. And the and somewhere in amongst all that is is kind of where the inspiration for Moby Dick came from but uh you know once once ships kind of made the switch over to sturdier hulls we stopped getting you know uh, those reports but it also did sort of coincide with the end with the end of whaling uh largely uh, end of popularized commercial whaling right yeah uh we we found alternatives to to whale whale oil and um so on and so forth and and then it became illegal and stuff right. uh 
I don't know. I, I, I definitely, I definitely feel like that. Um, we can we can put identified uh, on oh, on yeah, on the kraken. For sure, yeah. I was gonna look up the most recent kraken sighting, and it's just giving me a bunch of like scientists finally found it, and I'm like, yes, I know. But before scientists found it, when was the most recent? Kraken you know, sighting? it is sort of odd. I hear I hear a lot about Bigfoot sightings, Loch Ness monster sightings. Uh, champ sightings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember the last time I heard somebody like. I don't remember the last time I heard about a kraken sighting or a a, a sea serpent sighting. Maybe uh, since in the it's actual like, ocean. So now that we know what it is, it's not a mystery anymore. So it's yeah. not as exciting to talk about. Which kind of sucks because these creatures are so exciting. Like, they are very they, exciting. There's so much we can learn from them. There's so much we can learn about the environment of the ocean itself by studying them. Right. Now I will say, I probably would be less excited if there wasn't already a story. Everything's bigger down at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, yep, sure is. It's so fun. That's, yeah, that's a word. That's a word for it. <laughs> Yep. It's a word. Uh, it does not like deep ocean or anything large that can eat him. I don't. I don't. I don't enjoy the fact that there are things that could theoretically swallow me whole and not really notice. What? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's great. No, mm-mm. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out about it. But yeah. So anything we talked about this week. Could be real. Could theoretically be real. Could be real. It could be out there. Yep. In the world. And and we just don't know exactly what we're looking at yet or what we're hearing. Yeah. Uh, you know, um intrepid visitor from another plane, children with too much time on their hands, large fish up in the uh up in Link Champlain. Big fish. Largest of fishes. Yeah. Hopefully, what is just a a a random roaming bear or wolf uh, in southern Wisconsin? All good stuff. Oh yeah, um, could all be out there, guys. Um, so remember when you're out uh, when you're out enjoying your 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 Halloween and your trick or treating and your your spookiness this season. Could uh, be a cryptid out there with you. Could be around in the dark. So. Um, don't don't go check on those noises by yourself. Don't do it. Please be safe, y'all. Please be safe on Halloween. It's so important. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But I, this is really all the time we've got. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Um, I learned I learned about some stuff, and this this stuff is I don't I don't enjoy cryptids nearly as much as you do but but I, I like learning about them. I like learning about different cultures and how they interact with it and there's a bunch of stuff. Yep. We uh we 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 definitely we definitely touched on some things that I never would have never would have thought about as far as cryptids go. And there's so many more out there oh, to yes. learn about. I would I would very much love to do um do this again even if it's not for Halloween. <laughs> But so, but yeah, this has been great, guys. Um, thank you for taking this journey with us. I'm Billy. That's Amy. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, Amy. <laughs> this has been Geek Drasil. Uh Y'all have a happy Halloween. Bye.